This, this, this is, 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 is. Fight Disciples. Hello, it's Nick, and on the back of UFC Brisbane, I caught up with Ross, the real deal, Pearson himself. And here's what he had to say to Fight Disciples. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Congratulations on the win at the weekend. Uh, cheers, man. Thank you. Were you... Uh, it turned out to be a cracking fight, actually. Did you know it was going to be a, a good fight when the opponent got changed? Did you know Laprise was going to was going to make it entertaining? Um, no, to be honest with you, I kind of had a, um, a little doubt in the back of my mind that um, he would try to play the um, running away game, um, trying to pick the, the pick the the point score, pick and move, pick and move, and just make a frustrating fight for us. You know, people. I've been in the UFC a long time, and people know stylistically what makes a bad matchup for us. And, and point scoring fighters are bad matchups for us, you know. Um, but to be fair, he uh, he did stand a little bit. He did come and throw heat, and uh, it, it turned out to be a good fight, which I was very pleased about. Yeah, he did stand a little bit, but he was on his bike as well. You you did have to chase him for the for all three rounds. Yeah, you know you had to put you had to yeah, put, yeah. You had to take obviously, the fight to him. Yeah, I mean, obviously everyone knows in, in the lightweight division, I'm probably the, the most heaviest puncher, kicker. Um, I'm one of the most devastating strikers in, in the lightweight division. And I was talking with my coach, Eric Del Fierro, and um, nobody's going to fight me the way I want them to fight me, you know. Yeah. Obviously, I, I want to go in there and, and, and throw down, you know, and fighters are just not going to do that now. They've seen it time and time before that, that they do that, they get knocked out, you know, so... I've had to change things up a little bit, um, stylistically wise, um, the way our approach fights, um, things that we're going to have to do in camps, and um, just change things up a bit, trying to evolve my style. Um, so when guys do fight that way, that that I'm prepared and 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 uh, I can adapt towards that. Yeah. How much of that is down to down to your footwork, Ross? Is that is that something you're working on? Because your footwork's excellent anyway, and the leg kicks you were showing in. In Brisbane on Saturday night were just outstanding, you know. I'm sure Laprice has got his legs must be black and blue this week. Is that yeah, all part yeah, of it? Know, Slowing the other guy down, cutting off the cage. Definitely, de- more cutting off, more angles, more pressure, um, just making it uncomfortable for them. You know, don't let me, my opponent get on rhythm. You know, I'm I'm, I'm really I'm a counter fighter. Um, I like guys that come towards me and throw. Um, I like to use my angles. I like to make my opponents miss, and I like to counter with my strikes. You know, um, so I, I kind of struggle um, pushing the fight going forward and being first. Um, but like I said, something that I'm working on, something I'm evolving. And uh, but like I say with um, the fighting Chad, you know, I wanted to upset his rhythm. Um, I wanted, I knew he was going to move a lot, so I was trying to shut the, shut his legs down. Um, Trying to get him heavy on his legs, and um, he kept um, putting his, his lead leg in the way, either inside or outside. It was there to be hit, you know. So I was just smashing it as hard as I could. Yeah. How did your camp work out for this one, Ross? Because I seen that you were over in Oz for a couple of weeks before the fight. Did you spend any time in San Diego at all in the camp, or was it all in Australia? And when did Eric kind of come involved, if that was the case? Um, no, I spent my whole camp for this fight was in Australia. I actually flew my jiu-jitsu training partner and coach, uh, Jimmy Jar, James Andrew Harbison. Um, he came out for six weeks. Um, and Tommy Quinn from Newcastle, he oh, came yeah. out. He's one of my main sparring partners. The M1 um, fighter, is he, he fight M1? K1? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I think he does, yeah. And uh, he... Uh, 
he came out and he, he was one of my main spawn partners and and we just brought the guys from all over Australia and came all over, brought, went over to New Zealand and trained over there and 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 I'd been the camp camp based around myself and Eric was always involved and he knew everything what I was doing where I was at what what schedule I was on and he planned the the, the camp out you know so Eric's my head coach he's always involved no matter where I am and he knows everything I'm doing and it just works out like that you know he's still got his full-time job where he's in a fight he's he's obviously in the fire brigade so he can't be with his fighters 24 7 he kind of lets his fighters be their own person and do their own thing but under his guidance and and it works out for me you know and he knows i'm very self-motivated he knows i'm very self-focused and the drive that i've got i don't need him with me 24 7 but he's he's like my mentor do you know what i mean you see things the same when he when he tells us to do something he knows that i'll do it and it showed in the fight everything he was calling every instruction that he was giving us during the fight i was laying it down on the on in the fight and he pretty much guided the whole fight through you know and then it it came out it came worked out well you know we've done well in that fight is this something that you may look at again in the future or will it really depend on where your next fight is at in terms of where your camp's going to be, yeah. and uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm always a Lions MMA fighter. You know, um, I do need time there. I do need tra- time training with better wrestlers and world class fighters from other organizations and the Spawn. Um, and my time with Eric, you know, um, yeah. I can't not be be with him. You know, like the whole my whole career. You know, I'm always going. I'm always going to go back. I'm always going to be involved. But it is potentially possible to do it you know i've done it before in the past and um, i don't know for the diego sanchez fight the green man fight and now the chad fight that we that i've done at home you know so it is something to think about and it depends on how long the fight is where the fight is now every fight's different but um we make it work that's the best thing about eric you know and um, i can call him up and we can talk it out and, and we'll make it work and um he's open and um, to change he's open to all different ideas to 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 make me get better you know he wants me to win as much as i want to win so yeah. it's a great team it's a great partnership we've got it looked like a, a great night at the weekend in brisbane the atmosphere translated brilliantly through the tv screens what was it like there and what was it like for you you know unusually kind of featuring so early in the night but obviously with the new fight pass and the new drive towards fight pass it was understandable but what was that experience like for you it must be a long time since you fought so early on a fight card yeah i mean it was nine thirty in the morning when i fought on sunday morning um yeah it was it was i got up at five o'clock in the morning for that fight i had my breakfast and i left the hotel at 6 a.m to get to the arena for seven um I was in the changing room and wrapped by 8 a.m. and I was warmed up by 9 and I was fighting by 9.30. So it was, <laughs> it was good. You know what I mean? It, it was weird, yeah. It was good and there was no waiting about. Um, everything just from the way end to the fight felt like two hours. It felt weird. It felt not like a full day of rehydration. Yeah. My energy levels was good. My I felt good. I felt fine. I just, it went so fast, you know. But, um... I kind of enjoyed it. I kind of enjoyed it just getting in there and getting it done. And um, there was a lot of fans there from the very from the very first fight. Um, yeah. 
the support the Australian fans show is is, is amazing. You know, it actually feels like I'm fighting at home. Yeah, I know I'm married to I'm married to an Australian girl, so um, I don't know if they feel like I'm kind of half Australian and that's I'm, it. I'm, I'm, Dual I'm citizenship well now. Age, you know, yeah, yeah. Now I'm the, like honestly, the Australian fans have shown me a lot of support. I've fought more in Australia in the UFC than I have in England. I've got two fights in England in the UFC. This is my fourth fight in, in Australia in the UFC. Crazy. Insane. You, you touched on it then. Obviously, you're married, married to Christy. Is it, is, it, is it a case of she gets more attention than you when the fans are around? I've always thought that. I've always thought, I wonder if Ross ends up, <laughs> I wonder if Ross ends up with the phone taking pictures of, of fans with his wife and stuff rather than the other way around. It must be weird. Yeah, um, no, she gets good support, you know. Um, I don't know. We I, we both kind of similar. You know, we we both don't step in the limelight. We both not like that type of people. Do you know what I mean? I've yeah. been with you around fight shows. Yeah, and you, you, you know what? You guys I'm like, just I'm, mix I'm, with I'm, everybody. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that would work like that. It's not. It's like, I don't know how to explain. I don't. I'm not the like Tito and Jenna Jameson who's trying to stand out from the crowd to show everyone how amazing they are. Do you know what I mean? I kind of like to blend in and fit with everyone else. Yeah. And Christy's the same. And we, we're just not that type of people. And I guess that's why we work so good, you know? Yeah. You, you touched on it there as well. You fought more times in Australia than you have back in the UK. But uh, yeah, obviously from a, from a fan's perspective on, on this side of the Atlantic, you must be itching to get back over. And fight again. Imagine what a fight. Yeah, imagine what a fight would be like back up in Newcastle. You know what a homecoming that would um, be for you. Man, I say the the amount of air miles that I've got fighting for the UFC. I've, I'm not that I'm complaining because I've travelled the world and I've travelled the world doing something that I love. But going home to to the new the northeast and fighting for the UFC is is possibly the, the dream that. Is so close to be happen now. I, I see it happening. Um, I wanted to happen so bad. Um, I'm on the phone, uh, emailing Dana all the time, telling them like, "Let's do it. Let's get it. We've got to get it going." And I, I, I wanted to happen so bad. Um, just one time in 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 my career, um, just to know that I've fought in the UFC back home would uh, would definitely be the icing on the cake right now. And there's some good opponents out there for you as well. Obviously, the aside from the you said before, you, you like opponents that come forward. Well, you know, I think I read an interview with you, Gil Melendez, Eddie Alvarez. They tick those boxes. But the fight we all want to see, yeah. and the fight I'm sure you want more than anything, is that Diego Sanchez rematch. You know, after you were robbed in Albuquerque. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, uh, I said this after the fight. You know, um, the the Gilbert Melendez, the Eddie Alvarez, that is. Them style of fight is the fights that's gonna is gonna get them fifty thousand dollar bonuses. You know, them's the fights that the fans want. You know, them's the, the fans that out the fights that I want. You know, the exciting back and forth, just nonstop action fights where we're going to test ourselves like no one can be tested and push ourselves that hard. And them's the fights that I want. Yeah. But that one loss on my record against Diego it, it haunts us. You know, like literally every UFC event, someone tweets us. Diego's name and how they've just watched the fight and it was a farce. You know, and and that, this was two years ago when I fought. I mean, people still talk about it now. How bullshit! How much of a bullshit show it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I went into his backyard and fought him with all his fans and in front of his hometown on his home show with all of his home fighters 
what all his home comforts. And I went in his, his home judges, his, his home judges as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His home judges. His it was all at altitude. He'd been living there. He'd been doing everything. You know what I mean? I went into his backyard and I, and I whipped him. Do you know what I mean? And I got a bullshit decision. So come to my backyard where my home fans are in front of my home comforts. You know what I mean? And hey, let's see what the Northeast people take. Take that. You know what I mean? And, and, and we'll show the world what a real fighter is like in the Northeast. You know what I mean? It'll go absolutely mental. Imagine that for your twentieth UFC fight as well. Oh man, I don't. I'm, I want to start training now. Honestly, I want to go out and, and get this pumped up now. Just telling you about it. So, the, the, fl- flicking back to 2009, the night you beat Andre Winner in the old, in the Ultimate Fighter finale, did you did you think yeah. then you know oh, if I can if I can get ten fights in the UFC, I might get towards a title, or if I can get five fights in the UFC and look from there? Do you look back now and think, Christ, I've had 19 fights in the UFC? Do you know, what an achievement <laughs> that is alone? It's phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's crazy when, like, I just, I, I still, I still think now that I'm just getting going. I'm just, I just feel like I'm settling in. I feel like there's so much more to come and I've got so much more to show. Do you know what I mean? I, it's, I still feel like I'm, I'm still new to this sport. I'm learning all the time. I'm still, still feel like I haven't even shown my true potential. Like the stuff what I can do in the gym and the stuff what I can do in training partners and stuff is not even, like a quarter of the percent of what you see when I fight, you know what I mean? It's 15 minutes you see his fight. Yeah. When I'm training all day, every day for hours and hours and hours and what I do in the gym is, it doesn't compare to what's, what's happening in a fight, you know? But uh, I still think there's more to come and uh, there will be. I've, I'm, I still feel young. I'm 31 years old and like I said, this I've had 19 fights in the UFC. I've still got another 20 fights left in us. Yeah. My body's good you know what I mean I've actually I've been in this sport a long time but I don't really take big shots I don't really get hit that much I don't I've had hard fights but my defense is is so good that my body's lasted you know what I mean my body hasn't taken miles it hasn't taken the hits I'm I'm not getting knocked out on every shot you still see I'm getting hit and I'm not getting hit clean but my chain's still firing you know what I mean there's nothing holding us back I'm still just getting better and the hunger is still there and he was talking to me now that I'm getting pumped up I want to go and hit someone you know what I mean <laughs> but it probably dates back to when you were a little kid the first day you walked into an amateur boxing gym but you've literally got one of the, you've got some of the best head movements in the UFC which I think is key to your longevity your head movement's unbelievable yeah, you, yeah. you don't take clean shots yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. My, I, I really rate my, my defense is probably one of the best in in the UFC. And if you watch my fight without, I know obviously the commentators have got a high bubble fight, but every time they say, oh, there's a head kick, there's a leg kick, there's a body kick. Do you know what I mean? When you watch it on me, every single shot that gets thrown at me is blocked to get countered to come back. If it hits, it's hitting with a block and countering with a block to come back with a counter. If I get hit with a head kick, if I get hit with a punch, if I don't come back with something, then I've been hurt. But every time I'm coming back with something, I'm, and that's what puts opponents off, you know. Um, I really feel that um, my style is um, developing where it's just getting better and better that people are getting scared to throw against us because they're getting hit three and four times after they've thrown what they wanted to throw. Yeah. 
Looking back now, Ross, 19 fight. It's just amazing when you say it. 19 fights in to UFC career. Which, yeah. which have been the standout moments for you? Which are the ones that you look back on? You know, personally, the performance against Dennis Siva, you know, the fight against Dennis Siva, I love that fight. Obviously, the, the knockout of Sam Stout just last year was another yeah. big highlight for me. But for you, which are the moments that you look back on? Maybe maybe even, you know, the Edison Barbosa fight. Okay, the decision went against you, but yeah. what an incredible fight it was. Which, which are your favourites? Yeah. Um, well, the one, probably the, the, one of my most favorite ones is obviously UFC 105 in Manchester. It was like a homecoming. It was like, this is it, Ross. You're, you're actually in the UFC now. You're fighting a fucking badass UFC fighter. He's had fights in Pride. Yeah. This guy's had 50, 60 fights, and this is who you're going to be competing against. So let's see what you can do, you know? So Manchester always sticks out to us as like, uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna be in this sport and you're gonna fight the best, this is the start of your career. You know what I mean? So it kind of felt like this is this is the beginning. So Manchester is, is definitely one of them. And um, Maynard as well, performance wise, I think is my best performance inside the octagon to date. And um, against my biggest named opponent and um, my highest ranked opponent, and uh, the best I turned up. Um, and and I got a great night. Uh, great night work put in, you know. Um, I was on, I was sharp. I was on point. I was ready. I was focused. Um, so them two stick out to me in my mind as as uh, one of my one of my favorite moments in fighting the UFC. Uh, and lastly, I spoke to you just before Bisping for Anderson Silva, and you actually said you actually said that you thought Bisping could get the job done on the night. It would be a big moment for him. How did you feel watching that fight? You must have been you must have been proud of your fellow Brit there doing the business. Definitely, man. I mean, it's a, it was a long fight in the making. You know, I know I might want that fight for a long time. Um, it was, it was obviously a bit nerve-wracking, touch and go in the third round when um, when he got caught with that knee and, and the confusion and everything what happened. But he held it together, and and not a lot of people credit Mike for for how gritty and determined and how how well he comes back from adversity. You know, he gets hit with big shots and he comes back mm-hmm. and. He, not a lot of people give credit, give Mike credit for that. You know, some when Mike got knocked out of uh, of Hendo, uh, that's a career-defining knockout. You know, what I mean, that could be like your career over. Yeah. Um, a lot of fighters would never ever come back from that. And and Bisman has come back, and not only come back, it look where he is now. He's getting close to a title shot. So credit is due to to Mike for for coming back and, and not stopping. You know, he, he's a fighter through and through. He, he doesn't quit. He doesn't stop. And uh, that's why that's why he's where he's at now. there. That that front kick he took to the face in the fifth round. Jesus Christ! I don't know how he kept standing. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, he, he he's got he's got a hell of a chin. He really does got a great chin. And. He, he's tough as nails, you know, he's seen the state of his face and he, he stood in the middle and, and he kept throwing punches and uh, I, it was a close fight, it was a very close fight. I kind of had it going into the fifth uh, clo- uh, joint, you know, I thought whoever won the fifth round yeah. was winning the fight and uh, it, it was touch and go, but you know, I thought, um, obviously I wasn't there live, so I was watching that TV. Yeah. And, and I didn't get the full, at full feel of the fight, but uh, it was definitely a close decision. Is that what you're pushing for now, Ross? Just to, you know, is that what you need now? A top ten guy, a big opportunity like that, a, to really push on and, and claim your own, you know, and make big steps towards your own title shot towards the end of this year, early next year. 
no man I, I would I would love the opportunity to test myself um the, the, the against the best you know the 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 ranked guys um I feel like the the bigger the ranking and the opposition and the opponent the better they are the the higher I step up on the night's challenge you know what I mean the more people say oh he's going to get knocked out he's not going to win this fight he's going to lose people doubt us and put us in 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 the fact that I can't do it the more I surprise people, the more I step up and go, actually, I can do this, do you know what I mean? I am up there with these guys. Yeah. I believe in my ability. I'm training with the world's best all the time, like, and I'm I'm doing well. I'm, I'm winning, do you know what I mean? It's not like I'm getting beat up off anyone. I never get beat up. I never get, you know what I mean? I do well. I win fights, and I just need to go out there and prove it. You know, I've had some unlucky, unlucky fights that's, that's kind of put us back and put a stall on my career, and you know, um, but bad things has happened. You know, if none of them bad things has happened, and if I carried a little bit of luck, we'd be looking at someone that's in the top five right now. Yeah, of course. Well, there's some fingers crossed. Congratulations on the win at the weekend, and uh, and upwards and onwards. And I hope to catch up with you and uh, and Christy soon. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Now, if you've enjoyed this little bit of additional content on the Fight Disciples podcast, do not forget to subscribe now. Go on to iTunes, click the button, and you'll receive our episode every Wednesday and loads of extra little tidbits like this interview. And don't forget, we need five-star reviews. The best five-star review, well, we may give out a prize. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.